We are rolling. We are live. We're rolling. Let's play. Ah. What should we play, Max? Should we play some sevens? Let's play some sevens while I'm not playing sevens for a little while. No, and tell us why you're not playing sevens for a while, Max. Um, I have torn my AC joint. And how did you do that, Max? Playing in a shit tournament, not a shit tournament. Was it a shit tournament, tournament or did you not go very well because you broke your shoulder? Um, well, yeah, it was that. It's a so social corporate event. Mm -hmm. So all these big businesses like HSBC or whatever, have um, like all go to this networking event at Richmond Rugby Club. Yeah. They all have their own sevens team, which is supposed to be players from their own company. But right. But they just brings in ringers. Nice. And, and so what company were you part of then? Chubb. 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 Is that is that something you're part of? No. <laughs> oh, right. Well, so I'm you're saying, a ringer. In fact, I'm a ringer, yeah. Nice. Um, but I've played for them two years prior to this year as well, so mm -hmm. this was the third time I played for them. So I'm basically part of the furniture. Nice, part of the Chubb furniture. The Chubb furniture. So as if you're watching this on YouTube, rather than listening on Spotify. Max, we're in a different location today, aren't we? Yeah. Where are we? We're at my new place. Your I'm, new gaff. We're at new Max's gaff. new gaff, so we changed it up. Yeah, and as you can see, I've not got a sofa yet, so I've no, got an armchair and a desk chair. And a desk chair, but you know what? We're so comfortable. You're about a foot taller than me. It's just standard about it, isn't it? <laughs> so today we're going to discuss sevens, uh, as you all know we both play rugby and summer is particularly important to us because sevens is here sevens is here and gone for max <laughs> yeah it didn't um, last very long no you, you stopped playing rugby didn't you so you like 15 so you can play sevens yeah uh, my mental state behind it is, right. is actually surprisingly good is but, it yeah okay because well, <laughs> i thought say. just saying that might might tweak a little bit of Cause a tear. Cause a tear. The fact that you trained all year and now to you prepare for this moment. <laughs> Honestly, it's ridiculous. Was it your first tournament too? No. So I played uh, Melrose, which mm -hmm. is the first one of the year up in Scotland and uh, Edinburgh. Did you? Yeah. Jesus. Right. Go on. Yeah, that was the first one. Mm -hmm. uh, second one was uh, like a social, well, like a warm-up tournament in uh, where was that? Farnham, I think. Yep. Um, and then I had the first leg of the series. Um, no, that one was in Farnham, the other one was somewhere else. Um, first leg of the series, which went okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then this one. And then I was supposed to be at the next leg of the series, so the second leg of the series. Um, that was meant to be this weekend. And you're no longer playing. No longer. How, um, so you, you play Elite Sevens, don't you? Yeah. Who's that for? Uh, stunts. So, stunts. And they're um, on the circuit? In the circuit, yeah. So it's, it's basically you've got your international sevens, mm -hmm. the HSBC World Series, and then. Is that not the same thing? Series. HSBC World Series International is the same thing. Right. Um, and then you've got the Super Series, which I think is like, kind of like the premiership of sevens. Right. Um, is that what you're doing? Is that what you do? That's what I do. Oh, nice. um, with stunts. And then. Uh, but to be honest, it's a bit of a mishmash. Like you do, kind of. It's not like as structured as like the, the rugby like union premiership. It's not like yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's it's a little bit more like not social, but like a little bit more relaxed and laid back in terms of who plays for who. Um, but we'll play against teams like we'll play against international sides. Like we played against like Hong Kong and Spain and Germany. It's and, bad, is it? Yeah. So you do play international sides, but they're just not on the circuit. <clears throat> 
Right. Uh, I've had it in the series, sorry, in the Super Saiyan uh, World series, sorry. Yeah. I'm with you. Yes. Um, so in terms of sevens, uh, obviously we're discussing this today, but I thought it'd be good to go over what are the essential qualities of a sevens player. Yeah. For all of those that, well, for all of those that don't know what sevens is, what is sevens? So you got full size rugby pitch, so mm -hmm. normal rugby union pitch. Yeah. Um, seven aside. Mm -hmm. So you obviously that makes a lot of space. Um, it's seven minutes a half. You wouldn't want it any more than seven minutes a half because it's a tough, tough sport. Because of all that space, it's a very fast game. It's a very mm -hmm. you're, you're running constantly. Uh, it's a lot faster pace, and so not just in the, in a sense that the, the players are quicker, but also in a sense that any sort of uh, penalties that are given are like half the time. So if you're going for a turnover in rugby union, you get on the ball, and then it'll be several seconds before the referee's like a okay, penalty. Yeah. Whereas in sevens, it's literally get your hands on the ball, half a second turnover. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's very fast paced. Uh, you've got to be super fit. I think in terms of like physical attributes, mm -hmm. um, if I was to sort of make my own rugby sevens player, the first thing I'd give them is fitness. Like it's right. hundred percent fitness. Above speed. Arguably. Right. Yeah, arguably. But speed's a very, very close second. Mm. Obviously with all that space you're gonna want some mm. some pace to get some through gaps, the gaps yeah. and round the outside. Yeah. And it is it's insane because like how, how quick these players are. Yeah. Because um, in, in like in the series, like, I'm I'm a fast player in rugby union. Yeah. But in, in sevens I'm Well that's it. Much. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm dead slow. I used to be, mm. but I've got a lot quicker. However, on the sevens field, I, I feel like I'm running in treacle all the mm. time. If I see a gap, I go I try and go through it, and it just gets closed very quickly. Closed very quickly. And if yeah. someone sees a gap that I'm meant to be covering, they tend to go through. So, uh, so yeah. So yeah. fitness is important. Speed is important. What? How would you? Yeah, go on. How would you structure your your elite player? So you've got fitness. You've got some speed. Mm. So there's going to be an element of aerobic and, and aerobic qualities yeah. within that fitness. Um, your speed is more kind of, yeah, max velocity based, I suppose, because mm -hmm. there's so much space. It's like, yes, acceleration is important, don't get me wrong, but you, you top speed because you, you, know, you can be running in from you know, your own try line to score a try. Um, so just hitting top speed and, and having that is, is going to be massively important. Right. Um, your quickest player in the, players in the world, your Perry Baker, your Dan Norton, your uh, Carlin Isles, your whatever. Your Max Inbridge. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, they're all, you know, max speed, like, max, top, like max velocities are just insane. Right. Um, so top speed is more important probably than acceleration, but obviously yeah. they come a bit hand in hand. They're, they're a little bit hand in hand, yeah, definitely. And obviously you've, because you stopped playing rugby to train for sevens, how did your training how did your training differ from a standard, you know, mm -hmm. during intra-season to pre-season rugby? Just running, like on feet, get the miles in. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot more aerobic running, like five k's, ten k sort of thing. Aerobic and aerobic, bit of both. Right. I've been predominantly doing an aerobics more like longer distance, just because I've got other fitness goals outside of rugby as well. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just having that capacity to run a, a high speed, a high intensity for, it can be three minutes, which which doesn't sound very long, but three minutes in a game yeah, from yeah, the yeah. sevens is 
graph. Well, anyone that's sprinted for three minutes, good luck to them. Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't happen. Exactly. If you think like a 400 meter sprint, yeah. and when you're doing 400 meter sprint, by the end of it, you're goosed, you're gassed, and that's like 50 to 50 seconds to a minute if you're yeah. like a somewhat decent runner. Um, but sevens is on and off, and then you're trying to wrestle someone And, and you hit the floor, and tackle. as soon as you hit the floor, like the thing that takes out of you most is probably hitting the deck and getting straight back up to get back involved in the game. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably the hardest part of it. Yeah. Um, so you're getting in more miles, doing more running. How would your gym sessions differ? Um, so less hypertrophy based, so it's going to be relatively low volume. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be a lot of sort of plyometric based stuff. There will be some strength stuff, but very minimal. Just because the focus is away from size, I suppose. Yeah, it's away from size. Like, I'm 90 kilos and I'm heavy. I'm a prop. Yeah. In, in, in like high level sevens or, yeah. you know, even elite sevens. I'm a prop uh, and I'm normally a winger or a center in union. So yeah, yeah. weight sense. is not like a, a big, you know, an important thing. It's, it's about fitness and speed. And mm-hmm. yes, physicality is, you know, it is important. Um, but it's not the, the kind of be all and end all by any means. Yeah, Cer- um, certainly the players, the players in Union that would make good sevens players are always those. I mean, they're powerful, but they're not necessarily the strongest. So you think of the strongest, and you'd think of props that are slow. But when you think of like the semi rod runners, he's a freak. He's yeah. I mean, he's big, but he's also powerful, and he's dead quick. And you've got people like Radwan and that you'd think of. Tends to be your backs, doesn't it? Yeah, Rather yeah. than your, even yeah. your playmakers in the middle, you you tend to choose your outside centre fifteens yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. and uh, and wingers over anyone. Yeah. But um, it's interesting because, like, for for rugby, especially with you training me, we're trying to put on size, we're trying to get quicker. But certain things are at different points in the uh, in your training cycle, I suppose, depending on where you are mm. in season. But pre-season for sevens just seems to be mostly about like you said getting the miles in getting fit yeah do you do many speed training sessions when you're yeah 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 so you'll have like um the kind of best way to work at work is your um higher volume days will be predominantly acceleration based right fitness based Right. So there, like when it comes to sevens, acceleration and fitness are better, and then your plyometrics and your max, max velocity are better to be like linked together. So if you were to have like a four-day training week, yeah, you'd have uh, your acceleration session, which will be more force production, but also your kind of fitness, your interval training, so your mm-hmm. like uh, repeated sprints, yeah. your kind of higher volumes. Like, so you'd be doing like your sled sprints, yeah, and then doing your normal sprints is that what you're saying uh yeah yeah yeah. because like, like, uh, when uh, we're doing our the, the acceleration stuff you've got me on sled sprints mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think back to it now more the acceleration drills those yeah. horizontal forces horizontal force production but then i'll also later on in the gym session you, you know staff horizontal force production with sled sprints and so on then we get into a little bit more resistance based stuff so um, your speed squats, so squatting but moving with an intense move the bar quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that kind of like higher volume stuff, uh, and then really you finish off, but yeah, like a medium to low weight. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then you maybe finish off the session or in a separate session, you know, depending on what standard you are and you know how much time you have. Um, you then do like an interval session on a watt bike or like an interval a watt bike, <laughs> a watt bike, <laughs> or like a repeated sprint session on the field. So like you do, you know, your uh, what's it called, um, broken broncos and things like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That higher volume yeah. stuff. That's Quite kind of, high anaerobic capacity yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. Um, yeah. Exactly. Um, and it's going to take it out of your legs a little bit more. Uh-huh. And then on your other training day, you'd have your max velocity stuff, your plyometric based stuff, so mm-hmm. real like body weight stuff almost, vertical force production, lots of pogos, lots of box to box jumps, yeah, um, that sort of stuff. Plyometrics, and then you get your max velocity, so just exposing yourself to top speeds, mm-hmm. um, and then you just flip it, so you'd go acceleration, high volume, intervals, sprints, that sort of stuff. Then into your max velocity plyometric based stuff, and then you do it again. That'd be your four sessions in the week. So you'd just do almost session one, session two, session one, session two, yeah. four sessions. We, we do, yeah, yeah. And then you're playing on a Saturday, yeah, full, yeah. full day. And then your, because your higher volume day is going to be your acceleration day, which would be on, say, the Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got your max velocity uh, on, on the Friday, which is low volume, so it should be. You know, you should be fresh going into Saturday. Interesting. Um, but obviously, with sevens, it's a little bit easier because you're playing less frequently than in the reunion season. So yeah, yeah you can yeah. probably get away with. You know, if it's a, a a free weekend, so you're not playing the weekend, then you can you, you can do your acceleration max velocity day off, acceleration max velocity, and then the weekend off. Mm-hmm. But then, if you're on a game week, then maybe you can get away with acceleration max velocity day off acceleration then a really light plyometric session right bring the volume right down so yeah you, so you're completely fresh for saturday i so i love sevens from a nutrition point of view mm. because it's an interesting one it really is it's a bit like your crossfit events in terms of the train uh, well when you when i say in terms of like crossfit events but in crossfit from what i remember you're you're tra- you're training dead hard all week, and then you've got a big um, competition on the weekend. And I'm sure your you know your sessions would ramp down whilst you're building towards the uh, the event. And similarly, like with your sevens training, you're doing sort of more plyometrics. You're doing less volume in terms of you know the weight and reps to not take it out of your legs. But you still need to be eating correctly throughout the week to prepare yourself for the event. Make sure you've you know you've fully carb loaded. So making sure you're eating essentially low GI carbs, which are your things like brown rice, brown bread, lentils, oats, all those things. So they slowly build up your glycogen reserves in your liver, your muscle, your brain. I think as well as another place it stores it, but you want to be doing those just like CrossFit, just like sevens. You want to be doing that for at least like three days before a big session, mm-hmm. because with sevens, it's all it's all um, you're sprinting, like you said. You're sprinting all the time, which means you are predominantly just using glycogen. You're not really burning through fat. And then, so, well, we'll talk about how to most effectively um, carbohydrates like load in a minute, but. Another thing people do during sevens, which really fucks me off, and I know like, I play a pretty social sevens, but you want to make sure you're, because it goes all day, like the first games are like 10 o'clock, and if you get through to the finals, you're through there 
like five o'clock still yeah. on and off really intense games but people underestimate the value of nutrition and then they're cramping up by sort of the finals and you think well this is the most important bit yeah. but you need to like we said carbohydrate load prior to the week to, to the to the event but then the moment that day starts you've got to make sure you're topping up your glycogen all day because you burn through it like you know like gas really um so from the start of the day you should be sipping on like high electrolyte drinks with sugar containing them um because even in your warm-up you're burning through glycogen i'd say things like leucozades isotonics make your own you know with sugar um and squash and water maybe a bit of salt in there to help the rehydration but snacking on things like fruit all these high gi carbs are what you want to be snacking on throughout the day to help reload that because i come like, you play your first game at like 10 half 10 the next one's at 11 or half 11 and the time in between is so short that you can't get a proper meal in you but you also need enough to make sure you're replenishing your lost glycogen replacing the fluid so you know your isotonics your fruit is so useful in that and then you do tend to get like a big break don't you sort of around lunchtime yeah it might be just after lunch or it might be just before but that's your time to have a big meal which contains low gi carbs so again we're talking rice um preferably brown rice lentils oats a good protein source lots well not too many veggies because you you don't want your GI, gi interference like any sort of issues whilst you're you know competing and then it's just making sure you're staying on top of those high GI carbs throughout the day. People underestimate that and they'll eat like, I mean, you can eat cookies and shit like that and sugar, but you're better off getting it from fruit. You're better off getting it from fruit juice um, and those isotonics. I've recently discovered that fruit Lauren is dried fruit. Yeah. So like dried fruit, dry fruit fine. Oh, they're so nice, but they're yeah. also like great for that. Well, that's it. They've taken out all the, um, all the fluid they're dehydrated but you're, you've still got all that sugar in and normally as a dietitian i'd be recommended like no one touches dried fruit obviously in moderation but the majority of people i see don't need dried fruit because you end up eating loads but for things like sporting events especially sevens especially big you know you've got the high rocks or whatever it's called oh, yeah, and, yeah. and crossfit those sorts of events perfect for like dried mm. fruit yeah it's, it is an interesting one but like I've, I've, you can play around with it, but another thing that I've kind of come across before are certain foods that could really like, like mess up my gut. Yeah. So like I can get like real discomfort mm -hmm. in my stomach. Yeah. And I'm like later on in the day, if I've had something that doesn't like react very well in my gut, and then you end up playing and you feel, yeah, like either like just general discomfort. Well, a lot of people have like undiagnosed intolerances and what causes those intolerances is mostly either some lactose, lactose is probably the biggest one, so that's your dairy products. Mm. Um, and most people have some sort of intolerance or IBS to certain vegetables. So around your games or like that day, I would say, is trying to keep vegetable intake to pretty minimum i mean you can get some good fiber in from your fruits because you're trying to replenish those carbohydrates 
Um, but most, like, if you're having a high veggie meal, and I'm talking vegetables, not just uh, a vegetarian meal, if you, if you get what I'm trying mm. to say here, um, then that's where that GI interference can come to play, and you really don't want that when you're trying to perform at your optimum. So, you know, it, it goes against necessarily healthy eating advice, but you're not doing it every day. Mm. Like, I'm advising healthy eating advice the rest of the time, but come game day or come competition time, you want to be making sure you're performing optimally. And if you're going to get GI interference, I'd stay away from sort of dairy products and lots of veggies around those times. Mm. Stick with your fruit because you get lots of sugar from that. Your dried fruit, that's great. And then have a big meal when you get a big break. Mm. Allow about an hour, an hour before your next game, before you um, before you eat something, mm. if you get what I'm trying to say. For sure. And those, people use the, the little gels, don't they? I'm not a big fan of them because you have too many of them. Again, your GI system can mm. go a bit. People tend to get the shits with them because yeah. they're so densely packed with yeah with sugar and it's it's they tend to pack it with because um, they put they put sugar in it but they also put sweeteners in it and the a lot of fructose in one of those systems can also cause gastrointestinal issues mm. so that's why people tend to get the shits if they have too many of those yeah. gels that's, that's interesting like i'd never really have more than one or two in a day mm. i know that like endurance athletes for example can have like fucking loads like during a sub like yeah. triathlon or whatever or, um uh what's it called well yeah i my muscle yeah yeah, yeah. Um, they have like loads of them um i quite i personally quite like them but then I'll only have one or two during the day. I mean, they're useful, absolutely. If, if And if you know, if you've had it before and you know you're fine with it, mm. that's that's when there's no issue. It's when people have never tried it before, then they have one, then they get a GI yeah, issue, yeah. And, and they're not able to perform well because they're conscious of, you know, how their stomach feels. Mm. And you're like, all the stuff that you do on a performance day should not really differ from what you've done previously because you don't want to be adding something new into the mix and it could potentially upset everything. You yeah. should have already trialed Tried all these it. things that you I've heard this as well yeah. uh, from, from other places, but I think it was Lauren that said that like not to, um, yeah, not to try anything new on yeah. game day or tournament day or competition day. If, if you've trained all year for a big event the last and the last thing you, thing you do is <laughs> go and have a, a milkshake and you've got a lactose intolerance, yeah. <laughs> you've just ruined it then, haven't you? Ruined you? Then. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I find sort of competition nutrition very, very interesting. And then there's also the hydration side after it to make sure you recover effectively. Because when you, especially sevens, you're in the sun as well. It's a hot day. It's always a nice hot day mm. unless you go to Chester sevens and it's generally raining. But <laughs> you need to hydrate effectively after. And obviously everyone wants to get on the beers after. But you do need to make sure you're like... I think for every kilo of body weight you lose, you should be having an, a kilo and a half or like one and a half liters mm. um, of fluid to help you rehydrate. Yeah, I'm um, But electrolytes help with that. Yeah, I like the. Um, I'm a bit of a sucker for supplementation. To be fair, when, when it comes to like competitions and game days, like like seven storms, so like I really like the hydration tablets, which I know you can easily do with like. Mm. Just putting um, salt yeah, but in, it's uh, convenience, whatever. isn't it? It's convenience, and I just like I like the taste. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, even the 
the feeling of just like opening it up from yeah you feel like well that's some sort of placebo effect 100 percent plus if it's a placebo effect, but it if it works, works it works you know um yeah I, I really enjoy that and i like using the hydration tablets and knowing that i'm kind of you know even the day before i have a hydration tablet so i'm going into yeah. the day for yeah but that's the right thing to do because not only should you be carb loading but you should be it's not water loading but making sure you're hydrated um a lot of people will you know and i'm guilty of this i'm not necessarily saying for sevens i know we're talking about that but prior to a uh, a rugby game the night before you have a couple of beers and actually you know it probably doesn't affect you that much but you want to be making you want to make sure you're hydrated properly before you uh before you play any sort of game definitely i've got a um Manchester half marathon in October. Have you? I've already started car bleeding for it. Terrible joke. It's not not true though as well. <laughs> I I've got a thirty three k race. Coming. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. That yeah, it's quite long. It's the longest I've ever done. Yeah, I think the longest I've done is twenty. I was a half marathon twenty one k. Yeah, and that was hilly, and the one that hilly. <laughs> And the one that I'm doing in, um, I'm doing it in Sweden, but it's in September. That's going to be 33k. But it's a run, walk, run sort of one where you don't have to yeah, run. Yeah. And it's nice, like picturesque. So I'm sure I can walk around if I need to. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll make sure I hydrate and I'll make sure I carb load before it. Mm. In fact, I'll document it on my little Instagram. So yeah, yeah. if you want to follow me, James Weeks RD, little plug. Have you got anything else to say about sevens, Max? Do you want to? Uh, I mean, I could talk about sevens all weekend, but um, I think that's pretty much the, the gist of it, isn't it? Good. Um, I'm, I I'm, love it. You love it. I'm you just want to get that across. I'm so keen and desperate all year. And now you fucked. And now I'm fucked. <laughs> Do you think you'll be ready for the end of the season? Do you think you'll play anymore? Uh, I hope so. Um, but like I said, I've got Manchester Half Marathon and other things coming up. Yeah. Like at the back end of summer, after summer. Um, but I've also put my name down for Dubai Sevens in Ooh. November, December, whenever it is. That would be um, fun. So I want to be fit for that as well. Mm-hmm. As I need another player? Yeah. I always ask me. Yeah. Ask. They need a little water boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hydration boy. Hydration, Hydration man. man. That would be me. Well, should we wrap it up there? Yes. Thank you for listening, guys. And thank you for watching if you're on YouTube. Yes. Take care. Arrivederci. Yeah.